0: everyone it's tasha mendez your host senior and environmentalist at moore high school most commonly known as the one never showing up today we are discussing how us humans are putting a self-destruct button on our earth how we are the cause of global warming climate change and the polluting of our oceans which is resulting in the endangerment of marine life land life even human life yet we're doing nothing to make a change yeah yeah i know here goes tasha talking about her eco-friendly crap again you'll be okay for those of you who don't know what these three faces of death are, let me explain. Global warming refers to the long-term warming of the planet since the early 20th century, due to the increase in fossil fuel emissions since the Industrial Revolution. Climate change refers to a broad range of global occurrence created by burning fossil fuels, which add heat-trapping gases to Earth's atmosphere. Plastic pollution, well, it's pretty simple. It's just all of the plastic that humans are sending off into our environment it affects wildlife, wildlife habitat, and humans it can be found anywhere but most of it ends up in our oceans everyone has something they're passionate about something they will stand up and speak for this is mine I have been studying and writing about these environmental issues for the past two years yet before that it was always something in the back of my mind now I didn't choose this topic just because I care about it so much but more because this is something that everyone should be worried about it's the topic that trumps other topics yet it's so under discussed we, ourselves, are putting our own future at risk. Ours, our kids, our grandkids, and so on. This is our future we're discussing, and that everyone seems to think it's being put on hold or freeze. One that think isn't coming anytime soon, but they're too blind to see that it's already here. While other issues that are going on in the world are important, there won't even be a world if we fail this one, because our in-, in repetitive mistakes. I'm not saying that I don't care about other issues, of course I do. But we don't have an Earth-B. We don't have a backup planet to go to. We can't live on the moon. We can't move to Mars. This is our one and only planet, and that is why I'm talking about our environment today. We're going to start off with some questions. The first one being, what are we affecting with our convenient way of living? Now, by convenient, I mean whenever you go to the gas station, you're thirsty, so you buy a bottle of water. And I also mean burning tons and tons of fuels into our atmosphere just because we want to get away, just because we want to get from one place to another faster than we would if we rode a bike. Yes, driving is necessary sometimes, but would it kill you to walk? My sophomore and junior summers of high school, I biked every day from my house, which is next to Jefferson Mall, all the way to Kentucky Kingdom just to get to work even though I could have taken the talk or gotten a ride from my parents or a friend. Me, just one person, made a small difference. Making a change is not impossible unless you're lazy. But what is this extra pound of laziness doing to our Earth? Well, let's start with the fact that one little water bottle you brought? Yeah, well, a baby dolphin thought it was food, accidentally swallowed it, and is now gone. Or that straw you use to drink your iced coffee from Starbucks is now causing a sea turtle horrible pain because it's stuck in its nose. Globally, 100 million marine mammals die every year as a result of plastic pollution. This includes whales, dolphins, seas, sea lions, sea turtles, and a whole other a like group of animals there are two principal ways that encountering marine debris can be fatal for these creatures ingestion which is their eating it or entanglement in the plastic based gear now why should we care what happens to them right Well, we are now not only endangering sea life, we are endangering ourselves, ingesting our own filth. According to National Geographic, in a laboratory at Columbia University's Lamont Earth Observatory in New York, Debra Lee examined the liquefied digestive tract of a shrimp she bought at a fish market. After examining every millimeter of the slide, finds inside its gut seven squiggles of plastic dyed with Nile-Red stain fluorescence. Doctors and scientists around the world are finding micro pieces of plastic in farm-grown and wild-caught fish. Fish that is being sold to us, that we are eating. The plastic you use on a day-to-day life, or the many trips you drive in one day, is affecting more than we think. Our airs, our seas, our land, even the food we eat. Our next question is one we ask ourselves every day. Why? My question of why may not be the same as your question of why, but here it goes. Why don't humans care? The teens, the adults, even the government. Why do we not care about how we're treating our home? According to a writer on the climatechat.org, humans are wired to respond to immediate personal threats. We have not evolved to deal with a slow-moving threat like climate change. Apparently, we respond to four key triggers they like to call pain. Personal, abrupt, immoral, and now. Personal. We respond to threats from other people. Climate change does not have a face. There is no one person to blame. Abrupt. We are sensitive to changes, like a fire starting in the kitchen. Climate change is happening too slowly to detect. Immoral. We find we pay attention when we see something indecent or disgusting. Climate change does not excite these feelings. Now. We respond to immediate threats, like someone trying to rob our home. For many people, it's not clear how climate change is impacting them now. And honestly, it makes sense. Imagine imagine you see a snake. Its tail is rattling, tongue slithering out. It moves slowly towards you, and because you see it, you freeze, terrified. It bites you, you feel it, you panic. Now, imagine you don't see or hear the snake. You're just going about your life... It bites you, you don't feel it, and because you don't feel it, you don't panic. You don't try to get help because you're not paying attention enough to see what's happening. Soon it's too late. Soon is now. As one of the interviews on this show, we did polls on Instagram asking for the public's opinions. When we asked the question, why do you think teens don't care about the environment, there were so many responses. They varied from not having the time to not being educated about it to teens not caring about anything except except themselves, with many answers in between. Each answer was one I have seen in my fellow classmates. Excuses. Just like how someone makes the excuse they don't have the time to go to the gym. But caring about the environment doesn't have to be an effort. Just stop throwing your trash out the window, reuse a water bottle, reuse a straw, carpool, bike, or walk somewhere. Encourage others to do the same. It is not the hardest thing in the world to do. Now, the government has no excuse, though. None at all. 56 out of 65 people said that they never hear about the government helping with climate change, global warming, or plastic pollution. 85 out of 92 people said that they would support the president in taking significant steps to stop climate change. But no. What is our president doing, you may be asking? He's on headlines everywhere saying Trump administration plans to set up a side event promoting fossil fuels. He's not trying to improve climate change. He's a hardcore denier. They can build walls, collect taxes, and send 18-year-olds to war, but they can't stop for one minute to look at the one problem the entire world is facing. We have one common enemy, and it's as if they're trying to avoid it, pretend it doesn't exist. In my opinion, it's up to us to do this, to make a stand, raise our voice, speak up for the Earth, whose only voice is natural disasters. Speaking of natural disasters, there's one question that reminds me of that. Has global warming and climate change raised death rates? This question takes a turn. It's something we're all aware of, but we don't actually think about it. According to NRDC.org, today's scientists point to climate change as the biggest global health threat of the 21st century. It's a threat that impacts all of us, especially children, elderly, and low-income communities. As the weather changes, it gets hotter, it gets colder, the people get sicker. I mean, there are more hot days in places where people aren't used to it. In the United States, hundreds of heat-related deaths occur each year due to effects of heat-inflamed life-threatening illnesses. Not only is it killing people, but so are the fatal natural disasters, hurricanes, flooding, tornadoes, uh, earthquakes, anything. It's as if the Earth is getting back at us for hurting her, for slowly destroying her. It's like she's using the only voice she has to get our attention, but we're so stubborn, we're still ignoring it. The polls I mentioned earlier are the main interviews for this podcast. A peek into the minds of many teenagers and young adults when it comes to global warming, climate change, and plastic pollution. I asked 10 questions, but I'm only going to list off a few for you. 89 out of 96 people said they believe climate change and global warming is happening. And 87 out of 96 said they believe humans are the cause of it. 80 out of 86 said that these environmental issues are a threat to human and other life on Earth. When asked why they don't recycle... The, question, the answers were similar, because I don't have the time of day. I don't think about it. I don't have the resources for recycling. And for how often do you see and hear about the ways to help the environment, 37 voted for a few times a week, and 24 voted for a few times a month. It was the closest poll I had out of the whole interview, only 61% saying that they hear about it during each week, whether it be commercial, ad, Instagram, a teacher, or even a TV show. You know, this all really showed me that I don't want to give up on people. I've always been a person to hold on to hope. For anything at all, in any situation, a part of me would grasp onto it. I always try to believe that we can be better, that we are better than society and media tells us we are. Yet, before this podcast and those interviews, I realized that I didn't have that much hope for my own people, like my age group. When I looked at all the votes and all the replies, I felt nothing but pride. I had it, it expected for anybody to actually participate with it. It wasn't something that I'm used to my friends to respond to. And it was pride that these people actually do and know about our environmental issues. It gave me a hope that I barely had for this generation. Whether they act on that part of them or not, I know that they know that it's in them. And that even though generations before us have ripped this world apart, maybe some of this generation can be different. I started this podcast with, today we are discussing how us humans are putting a self-destruct button on our Earth. I will end it with this message. The ones who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do it. This has been an episode of Talk More. Thank you for listening, and please make your mark on changing our future.